Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, whatever time it is that you inky savages are joining us for episode number 181 of the Penboy Roy Pentertainment Podcast. We're excited to be here. This is the last episode in the history of 2023, as today is December 30th, Saturday, the last Saturday of 2023. So we got a great show for you today. I'm going to talk about manufacturing. I just came up with that right now. I want to talk about some manufacturing stuff. I even talked about it with my friend Ryan Sig from Kenro Industries. <laughs> Ryan from Kenro. <laughs> yeah. And I had a discussion with him because I, you know, I'm, so I got the new Apple Watch, right? Mm -hmm. It's the Ultra 2. And the whole thing is made out of titanium, which is cool. So the band it came with was, you know, a regular band that it comes with. And I started like getting into buying bands, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm looking at all these titanium bands. I got a titanium band that I thought was really cool. The band that I got was off of Amazon. And it's a band called Trumir, T-R-U-M-I-R-R. -R. It was like 22 bucks. And it says, oh, I got the hiccups all of a sudden. And it says it's made of titanium and all that stuff. So I got it. I used like my reward points i ended up paying like nine dollars and change and it's a decent titanium band i thought it was pretty cool but then i started looking online at like other ones right because it, it's a rabbit hole you start buying stuff and what i noticed was there are other brands like robust or bazelli infinity loops all these different band companies selling a band based on pictures that look exactly exactly the same, the same. yeah and they, they're not branded so mm -hmm. I went on Etsy and I started looking at all these different brands and just started researching them. What it looks like to me is the bands that range, that are made of titanium, that range right. from $20 all the way up to like 100 bucks. Mm -hmm. they're all the same band, I think. I, I can't confirm it because I didn't buy them all to compare them. Right. But they're all the same. They all look exactly the same. They have the same pin mechanism and all that stuff. And... Oh, so your but watch not, knows it's talk, it's being talked about right now, so it yeah. needs to let you know. Yeah, yeah. No, my wife is texting me while I'm doing the podcast. Mm -hmm. So, you know, so anyway, as I was saying, it's it's all the same. So I called Ryan because Ryan knows so much about, like, stuff, where it's made, how it's made, and stuff like that. And I asked him, like, what are the chances that this brand called Robust that sells this band for 70 is the same band that's... 25 on Amazon because none of them are branded and he's like there's a high likelihood that they're all made in China and mm -hmm. which they are and they're all just like the same stock stuff so we see that sometimes in the fountain pen industry and I want to talk about that later but first we have to talk about the gold spot affiliate link and I do appreciate all the purchases you guys are making using the affiliate link it helps out the Pentertainment podcast check out that link in the description below if you want to help out the Pentertainment Studios and fund all the products and all that stuff and, and just basically help help me out. It does you no additional benefit whatsoever. It doesn't help it doesn't help Goldspot out. They get the sales anyway. But it does help me out. So use that affiliate link and make sure you use coupon code foliage to save yourself extra money at checkout. 
foliage is oh, going to... Oh, did you to... want to switch foliage or, did, or just for this more one more week? Cause, uh, yeah, we're going to switch For the new year? We're gonna, let's yeah, switch, switch it, it for the new yeah. year. Yeah, for the new year. Okay. The, new, the new coupon code oh, is going to be... Is going to be titanium, since titanium, titanium is on my brain. That Have works. we ever used that before? And it's good to spell, too. It's not a uh, yeah, weird it's not a, yeah, hard, hard word, word to spell. Yeah. So please titanium. use coupon code. I'm trying to make it so my mic shows up in the screen just like yours does, so it looks like they're one piece. Symmetry. Yeah. yeah. So please use coupon code titanium at checkout for an additional savings on most of the products on the Goldspot website. Some exclusions do apply. So please use the affiliate link. I know that some of you guys are using the coupon code, but forgetting to use the affiliate link, and that hurts my feelings. <laughs> because using the coupon code helps you, but it doesn't do anything for me. And so that way it's same, same, even, and you help mm -hmm. me out while you're being helped out. That's what the affiliate link is for. Mm -hmm. So, all right. Thank you for using the affiliate link. I noticed you guys have been doing that probably because of the holidays coming up and uh, the holiday that just passed, uh, Christmas and you know all the gift giving and whatnot so thank you guys so much for that please continue to do so and finally luxury brands of america is releasing a new member of the made by endless companion family it is the one pen pouch sometimes all you need is one pen <laughs> Some, what, sometimes uh, when is this you, yeah what I, I, maybe sometimes you only need one pen in a pouch in your pocket the rest in your bag but I can, I can see that. I don't know about mm. this. Sometimes all you need is one pen. Well, actually. Maybe if it's a desert island sort of thing or. No, no. no. Well, I can see like the last month or two, I've only needed one pen. So I guess that works because I'm not going to bring an ex like a fragile, expensive pen with me where I was at. So, okay. Mm -hmm. And the one epic pouch is sometimes all you need is one pen and one epic pouch to carry it in with colors in brown green blue and black there is something for everyone i'm not i'm not sure the sentence is correct let me read it again sometimes all you need is one pen and one epic pouch to carry it in oh period got it with colors in brown green blue and black there is something for everyone sure and endless is a, a very cool company made by endless they make pouches they make now they make pens and and ink make, now that yeah. now there's like an ink that uh, is being introduced to yeah so that's cool they also have the notebook the ink journal notebook that you have right so that's cool so please check that out you can check that out at i don't know where they can check it out is it at gold spot do they have it i i don't think it's available on many retailers websites right now at the moment but it will be eventually mm. so so where are they supposed to get it hold on uh, let me check the they'll they'll get the... it they'll get it eventually just keep your eyes peeled just yeah. just you know look out for it because it's endless uh you know, making some cool stuff so yeah. you got to check out their companion because they also have ones for if you just don't want the one pen if you have multiple pens there's also companions that house three to five pens yes sir so that is take true. a look at those as well but yeah, yeah. okay so check those out that check those out they're actually a very good inexpensive option for leather they're made in india so not too shabby Make sure you it's check good, them out. Good quality stuff. Yeah, good quality stuff. All right. Except We're get for on. that creator pen. That creator pen's a little suspect. They need to go to never, back to the drawing board for that. I never got the creator pen. Oh, so it's it's not. I mean, it might be worth just to put your hands on it so we could ridicule the heck out of it. But Oh, I'd love that. Yeah. Do you have one that you can send me? I could send you one. 
Yeah. Okay. Just, yeah. Send me one so yeah. we can. All right. We can lose our sponsorships by talking shit about our <laughs> products. Oh, I gotta do the. I gotta do the. The warning before I start saying bad words. All right, we're gonna get on with episode number one hundred and eighty-one of the Penboy Roy Entertainment Podcast. But before we get started, I want to give you guys a quick disclaimer. This podcast is not scripted and therefore will contain potty mouth words, both from Tom and I, mostly from me. So be forewarned, you haven't warned. Now, on to the podcast. The Penboy Roy Entertainment Podcast. Before we did the sponsorship reads, I was talking about the titanium Apple Watch bands and the fact that there is a whole slew of bands that range from $20 all the way up to $300. And as far as I can see, and as far as I can tell, all made in China. Mm-hmm. Chances are maybe the same manufacturer. So what I'm thinking is this, and tell me, you know, give me your thoughts on it. Because this, this happens also, I think, in the fountain pen industry based on what I was talking about with our good friend Ryan Signor from Kenro Industries, right? Is that you got one main factory that produces all the stock parts, all the pins, all the, the rods, all the buckles, everything that has to do with the band. And you get all these like smaller independent brands that purchase those stock parts and have them put together for a band under their name brand, for example. And like I said, this is, this is just a deduction. I could be wrong, I don't think I am based on what I've seen, mm-hmm. that the bands are all the same, they just are under different names. Like there's one by Cordes, there's one by Bazelli, there's one by Robust Bands, and there's the, the True Mirror on Amazon, there's the Infinity Loops. So what I'm finding is a lot of these products are sold on these brand websites, and then they're, they're drop shipped to the customer, okay? So, mm-hmm. I'm I'm thinking that there there's a high likelihood that that is the case. The air conditioning is on. Can you hear the buzz of the air conditioning? Not really. I hear the the gurgle of the aquarium in the. I can hear that. Mm. All right. Well, but whatever. No. It's too yeah. hot for me to turn it off. So the heat is like <laughs> the the building. They put the heat on to like. Yeah, like degrees. it's it's like forty something degrees outside. How is it that you need to turn the air conditioner on? Yeah. So anyway, going back to what I was saying, yes. there, Getting so back you, to have, the... you have these stock bands that all look the same across all the brands. Mm-hmm. Now every once in a while there's a slight variation, maybe the buckle is a little different, so I'm still thinking that even though the buckle is different or the pin adjustment is maybe different, it's all stock parts. And mm-hmm. then you have like your high-end ones, right? You have $200 titanium bands made by Sandmark, you have them made by Bluestein. Seems like it's a German company. And then you have mm-hmm. the most expensive one by Nova Nova Bands. Nova? Nova Bands. Yeah, they have one that's $300. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I reached out to Nova Bands, the one that's $300. And it turns out they're designed in the U.S. It's a U.S. company, but everything is made in China. Right. So part of me is like, oh, I like the fact that the Nova Band is more premium and stuff like that. So what makes it more expensive? Is it what makes it more cost more? So the design is different. The the development is different meaning they're not just selecting stock parts and then branding it. They actually said, "Hey, Chinese manufacturer, what I want is the buckles to look like this and I want this buckle to interact with the other buckle this way. I want certain w- 
pin styles, but not the pin styles you have. I want you to make a new spin, pin style specifically for me. And they have different specifications, which means the company that manufactures them now has to do research and development and create different metals and apparently things like that, right? Right. So that's why the cost is $300. I'm sure that's, I mean, that's the end user cost. I'm sure the actual cost is significantly less and the markup is significantly higher, right? Mm -hmm. And it makes me think to myself, well, what's the point? What's the point in buying a band that's made of all stock parts that would cost 25, 20 to $25 on Amazon? What's the point mm -hmm. in buying the brand one like Bazelli or Robust? Why should I buy those brands for $60 if it's the same thing, right? Mm -hmm. So in the pen industry, we would answer that question. Well, for example, a lot of pens that are made by a Chinese manufacturer are sold as Jinhao, right? And they're mm -hmm. sold at almost cost, 10 bucks at most. The same pen you'll often see in other brands like Monteverde or Conklin, something like that. Now, there would be slight differences between the Jinhao and the Conklin and Monteverde, and the slight differences being maybe the grip section has a different shape, or there's a little extra metal in the cap of the Conklin or Monteverde. I mean, there's a little bit more that goes into the Conklin Monteverde, but they're essentially almost the same pen. A good example would be the, the All-American wooden pen versus the generic Jinhao pen. They are identical except for the grip section in the All-American is a metal grip section and the style of the clip and also the nib. The nib is a Yovo nib, right? Otherwise, they're identical. I mean, that's a lot of differences, but still, if you hold them next to each other, you can see that they're, they're sharing the same birth DNA, right? So yeah. the justification for Monteverde and Conklin to charge more for that pen is, yes, they did make some modifications and they did customize it so that it's Conklin and Monteverde, mm -hmm. and they also offer a lifetime warranty from top to bottom of that pen. Right. right, Jinhao, you pay significantly less, but you don't get the warranty. You don't, you don't get, get a to, box with it. It just comes right. In a you you get the little sleeve. Right. The experience is different. Yes. Right. So, and that's the type of thing. Okay, I can live with that. So that's why I would prefer to buy a Monteverdi, a Conklin over a Jinhao. Mm -hmm. I can't think of why I would buy a robust band, titanium band over a nameless titanium brand. Right, because one. Mm -hmm. I don't know how long Robust has been around or Infinity Loops or all these other brands have been around and they may have a year warranty or two year warranty. I don't remember what the warranties are, but they may mm -hmm. not be around to, to honor it, which would be a problem, right? Mm -hmm. So maybe I'm a little more stingy in that case and maybe it has something to do with the fact that I personally know the owners and everybody at Conklin. And I know for myself as well as anybody else who buys one, just getting customer support on it is is just easy. I could just call right. Goldspot. I could just call them directly. They'll they'll take care of it. Right. I don't know about these other brands, brands on Amazon that right. You know they they could have they could not have that great of a service. But then again, you could always just return pretty much anything to Amazon within the return window, and they'll just take it. Yeah, exactly. And then then to avoid that scenario, I'm gonna. I was thinking to myself, maybe I should opt for the Nova Band, even though it's three hundred bucks or the the Sandmark or Bluestein, 
And I'm just like, but they're two hundred plus dollars, three hundred dollars, and I'm well, like, well, you can't you can't make that argument and then turn around and spend five hundred dollars on a fountain pen. You can't you can't you know it's just. But the thing is, like you, we all have our areas where we like to over emphasize. No, and no, that wasn't that wasn't my point. My point is, uh, why, so I was thinking about the higher like quality. End. The yeah. higher end ones that are more premium, that are, they have more quality, they they have a, a warranty that you can lean on because they've been around. They're not they're not a fly by night pop up retailer. But then mm-hmm. I'm thinking to myself, well, they're all made in China by the same manufacturer, most likely. The only difference is the manufacturer cared more because they had more, I guess, specifications that they had to follow. So it's like the price gap between. 20 to 30 bucks is too drastically different between the 200 300 dollar one there's nothing in between and what is in between is just a marked up 20 to 30 dollar one right right? Mm -hmm. so that had me thinking a lot about the fountain pen industry and i'm thinking to myself does that same scenario exist in the fountain pen industry right like is there a pen that is unbranded that's 10 15 bucks but 100 200 bucks because of the if brand you put a brand on it and i'm trying to think like is that is there a, a situation where that exists i was thinking about cross but cross has their own manufacturing company it just is in china Cross right. has their own standards of building pens and making pens and quality assurances and stuff like that. It's just in China. So it's not like Cross goes over and buys pen from China, buys pens from China's China. Mm-hmm. I'm talking like an idiot. And then just puts their fucking name on it and then sells it at a marked up price. No, they actually have factories. Same mm-hmm. for Schaefer. It's not like Schaefer is a generic pen with a, a branding on it. Right. And then, then we have other brand pens that are made in Italy or made in France or made in the UK or wherever they're made, but they're made using all parts that are sourced from China. And, you know, there is a reputation for products made in China not being the best quality. Well, maybe that's not true for now, but from when I was younger, that is the... I guess, negative image or thought process behind products made in China. I know right. that, every, you know, I know that recently things have changed and you can get very high quality products made in China, but how does somebody buy a product made in China and know the qual- product is going to be quali- a quality product? You know what I mean? Well, there's the, that intermediary step, which I think is an important one because that even affects something that's made in Germany, which is uh, notably, I'm thinking Bach nibs, right? Mm. So a lot of the distributors or manufacturers may order parts from places, put them together in their pens, but then that that layer of quality control is very important because as we know with Bach nibs, especially, if we're just going to take China completely out of it because there are some, I think there's some connotations that are there that, you know, people, like you said, people do have a certain perception of things that come from China. You're right. But like but like kind of like leaving that off to the side, we could just talk about particularly with Bach nibs, is that there's certain companies that would say let's say just want to put the nib on the pen and then ship the pen. But if you do that with Bach, 
you may end up coming into issues where like we had with Leonardo back when they were using Bach nibs is a lot of some, you know, nibs miss being misaligned, baby's bottom, things like that. But then you have a company like Kilk who is one of the few that still buys and ships Bach nibs, but what they do is they take that extra step and they tune them and make sure that they're coming out with their on their pens that they're completely well done. And they've even said uh, I think they've communicated to me at some point where they've had to scrap about, I think, t 10 to 20% of their Bach nibs that they buy from Bach because of that fact. So that, that, that is something I feel that that's a, that's a step in value that then would take wherever it is that you're getting the said item from, like the, the, the components for the part, putting it together, but then making sure that there's that layer of quality control that that to me as a consumer has tremendous value because then you're making sure that the consumer is going to be getting a piece that will be very well done out of the box that you're not going to have a problem like a Visconti where it's just going to, you know, so, and, and like, I'm not going to go in like, let's say, um, kind of like, what's, what's the word for it? Um, speculate that, that might Visconti might be doing that sort of thing. But if we're talking about quality control, their quality control is suspect and definitely does not warrant the high price point that they command for their pens. Mm -hmm. So that, you know, that, that's something that you would be surprised because you said like, I would want to buy a titanium band, you know, but I might realize that at a $20 level, it may not be perfect, but at a $500 level, yes, it better be amazing coming out of the box. Mm hmm perfect nothing falling apart nothing tarnished or whatever even seeing like earlier this week we pulled out a pen it's a ballpoint visconti homo sapien color ballpoint in blue had the because that has black finishing on it mm -hmm. the finishing was coming off of the the nose cone of the ballpoint already like it was it was like that right out of the box they're like we can't ship this Right. That's why every single one of them is checked at gold spot because of those issues not just the nib problems but a whole host of different things that we don't want the customers to ever have to know about because right. you don't want to because then that's going back and forth that's leading to a lot of unpleasant feelings especially towards the brand but we're but we're kind of putting the work in for Visconti right because uh, because they should be shipping these things perfect on it but who knows yeah. they may be getting stuff from wherever they may not be completely made in Italy as they are said but we don't know not but how yeah, much never can, how much how much can a company get away with that if they say made in Italy? What amount of made in Italy qualifies so that you're not lying about I it think being made in Italy? Made that in Italy? would also depend on um, the country itself as being able to say like, oh, what could what could you say is generally made in here? You know, is is it just assembled here? Is it just you know what? How much of the components? It's, I think it's based on each country because even when we're talking to Bryce about the whole warranty thing with Waldman is that they said oh we can't put lifetime warranty on our pens even though we can lifetime warranty them because they're made so well oh my lamp just fell um, but <laughs> my bad uh, yeah so they can't they could only put 10 years because that's just the 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 limitation that was provided by the the country itself so yeah i think it was the government the that said you, what do you mean lifetime lifetime of the person who bought it the lifetime of like whose lifetime so just to clarify that 
the mm-hmm. German government doesn't allow lifetime warranties. There has to be a number associated with it. No, right. I mean, that, I mean that's a that's a a good point. A good point that you bring up is you know so. I guess when so when it comes to fountain pens, since I know so much about fountain pens and I know so much about you know how they're made, the everything that goes into it. I guess it's easier for me to say, hey, I'm going to buy a pen even though I know it's made in China because the brand name stands behind it. I guess I don't know as much when it comes to just band companies that sell Apple Ultra watch bands for me to say, hey, you know, I'm okay spending $300 on this titanium band. Meanwhile, there's a more generic looking one that's 25 bucks. (laughs) You know what I mean? And then, and then like, I... So basically, I think what you're saying is what would be justifiable to raise the cost is the amount of quality control and specificity that goes into ensuring the product is spanking. Right. But in the fountain pen industry, in particular, you're talking about Visconti, the price is really jacked up, but that quality control doesn't exist. Mm. Right? No. So So let me ask you about – so what I think I asked earlier was about a brand – is is there a brand that exists that's marked up the same way where a non-branded one would be 20 to 30 dollars but a, a branded one is now 100 or 200 dollars is there a pen in our fountain pen industry that is like that and is only justifiable based on the fact that there is a strong name that stands behind it well i wouldn't even say a strong name stands behind it but there's uh, i think that this is a, a case of looking at amazon uh, as a uh, as as kind of like the way of of over commoditizing products, and I when you were mentioning about the watch bands, I immediately started to think about other things that I've bought on either Amazon or Wayfair that look exactly identical. Like there's so many listings for it that they every single one of them looks almost it, but they all have different weird sounding brand names. Like right. Yeah, there is, I, I can't even go into so many examples, but there are some that are like that, I feel, with with fountain pens, but they exist primarily on Amazon as a marketplace. Because basically there, you could game the system, lower the prices to bottom basement, send stuff nearly free, um, and then you know get to get the reviews and things like that. Or you, you could really kind of play around with things in there and then just essentially ship a product that you could probably find on uh what Timu or on Alibaba that was just kind of rebranded and and slapped a brand name on there maybe a little bit better of a box and there you go like you 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 had just something that was just marked up but we're talking not a markup of like let's say 10 to 100 dollars but something that's like from three to then 50 dollars and we've seen that a few times with stuff that we've talked about before on the podcast with these with these facebook uh, ads that would pop up and it's like oh check out this fine writing blah 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 and and you know you'd see like they steal videos from people that post on social media and then you go click on the website and they're trying to ask for 50 bucks for a pen that you guess find somewhere else for like five dollars you know this is what i'm talking about this is the same thing that you experience with these bands but the thing is though the difference between people i think the fountain pen community and bands Mm -hmm. is i don't think they'll be able to get people in the fountain pen community as easily as they would people like me who don't know about bands right so i think that 
I think it's harder to fool fountain pen people because there's a lot of people like you and me, influencers, that'll call them out, right? There's also, you know, guys like Brian Goulet who, Brian Goulet and and Ron from Pen Chalet, you obviously, people watch a lot of and they'll say, hey, don't be fooled by this fucking bullshit. This is a bullshit pen. This is a $5 pen. I don't care who says it's theirs. And you see that a lot with, uh, there's a brand, I forgot the name, but they're, they're basically just buying, you know, these nameless stock fountain pens and selling them with a, a drastic markup. What I was oh, there is also you, one of the ones that actually I can put an example and just bring because you happen to mention Ryan uh, about the Phaeton. Was it Phaeton five hundred or Phaeton? What was that Phaeton, model of Esterbrook? The Esterbrook Phaeton three hundred R. And and that was and that was the that was one of the models that was bef- was made before the Esterbrook, the acquisition of the acquisition of from uh, yeah. Uh, that was, that yeah so so that necessarily it it's not a poor reflection on Esterbrook but that was something that we talked about a, a long long time ago because that was actually a basically was was very much a, like mostly a Camlin pen I think or right a, or a Canwright yeah or a Canwright it was an Indian uh, mm-hmm. pen that it the converter smelt like death and mm-hmm. the pen itself was not nothing to brag about and I think they were trying to charge like. 75 bucks for it so here's the thing though going back to what i was talking about what i learned about like the nomad titanium band that's 300 versus like the nameless one that's by trumier that's 25 dollars and all that stuff Mm -hmm. so can write camlin they have eight dollar pens that look a lot like the phaeton 300 r okay functions the same way smells like butthole the same thing all (laughs) the whole thing but after ken kenro took over it it seems like they were stuck with this. I think it was thing. already in the, the, the like the the pen was already manufactured or it was already on the way. And by the yeah. time that they bought it, they had to buy that too. Like yes. same thing with the Popeye pen. But, it just came with the package deal. Right. <laughs> they, 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 what are they going to do? Burn it? So what they did, they did. They buried it out actually, in the New Mexico desert like E.T. So what, <laughs> so what they did do is they actually invested more money in before they received it in upgrading the cap mechanism. And making sure that it has more of a stronger connection, it was beefier. So they did spend more money because it's an investment they already they were stuck with. So the cost went up because they did make customizations to the manufacturing of it after it had already landed in their lap. Hmm. Still, I honestly think the Phaeton 300R at a price tag of like $70 is $75 too high. So, So... But they haven't done that since. After the Popeye pen went, no, and after the Fate three hundred R's went, they haven't really done that yeah, again. Have we they? know, we know that was basically them trying to deal the best with a with a bad situation. Right. So, yeah. but that's so what what I was talking about was what I was asking you about was are there any brands that mirror the twenty five dollar titanium versus a um, another brand that sells the same. $25 titanium brand for, band for 60 bucks that is justifiable because the name that stands behind it. And like I said, for me, the same thing exists with Conklin and Monteverde. What else can you think of, if any? I really can't think of any that, let's say, wasn't... Because I think if we were to, if we were to come up with examples that have a huge disparity but are essentially counterparts to each other... 
uh, using Jinhao as an example, uh, the Jinhao 82s, which are basically knockoffs of the Pro Gear, right? The mm -hmm. Sailor Pro Gears. Um, but that's not necessarily, you know, like that's not that's because that's Sailor's the one that's making them. It's yeah, not that's like a, that's that's yeah, not even that's, that's, that's not a even, different. Uh, we can't yeah. even talk about that because J Japan makes the Sailor Pro Gear. They make right. that pen themselves. Jinhao copies the shit out like, of them. Like reverse engineered right. it and it's put not a steel like, nib on it's it. It's not like Sailor hired J Jinhao to make it, and then Jinhao yeah. then is making their own to sell cheaper. That's what happened with yeah. Conklin, the Conklin and and the Shanghai Kwangu Stationery Company that manufactures them. That's what happened with them. Conklin said, here's an All-American. We want it made out of wood. Mm -hmm. I think what happened was Jinhao already had something that looked like it and said, yeah, here, here you go. And then Conklin paid to have it made in mass with Conklin clips and metal sections. And then as soon as that happened, the manufacturing company is like, oh, look, they're charging $75. We'll charge $5. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then we already have the parts. We're already... That seems to happen a lot. Yeah. But the thing is, though, where I think that fountain pen people are have the edge up is when it comes to like watch bands and stuff like that people buy an apple watch band they're not watch collectors in particular mm -hmm. and then they see these bands made out of titanium and they're like holy shit look at that it'll go really well with my watch then they google and then they look up and then they see they see things that are three hundred dollars two hundred dollars and they're like oh i don't want to spend that much but then they see ones that are sixty seventy dollars by robust or cordis or or Bazelli, Infinity Loops, and they see that, oh, they're within 60 to 100 bucks, I can do that. But then they also see the $25, $30 ones and think that they're just the knockoffs without realizing or looking into it and finding out that they are all the same. And this is what I think. I think that if you look at those brands, I think they're all the same stock pieces. And then some of them might charge more because they have a magnetic clasp. And yeah, that costs more because it's more pieces that they have to make that are different from the stock parts. Right. But a lot of times I see a lot of these companies make these bands, they sell them for 50 to to $100, and then I can see the generic version of it that is like half that price, 25 to $30. And I thought to myself, oh, they're knockoffs. But then I realized they're not knockoffs. It's just where they came from. Right. And... I bet other people who are listening to this can come up with some brands or some examples, and I'd love to hear about them. But from what I'm hearing, I think it happens a lot less in the fountain pen industry, and I think the reason why I is because... I think it does, yeah. I, yeah I, I can't really think of any other examples, you know, that, that of anybody that does that, that let's say we have one version of it that is widely available, and then there's another version that just has a different brand name or little tweaks and changes i mean yeah. i could be wrong if if somebody wants to you know chime in on on that and send us an email to to clarify if they know of any other examples i just think that also it has to do with the personalities of fountain pen people because one thing that fountain pen people all have in common is they're all fucking obsessive compulsive nerds <laughs> and they look into shit and they they investigate it they break it down they they study it they're obsessed with it and mm -hmm. with that level of obsession and with that passion for the fountain pen industry and the hobby, you can't get away with bullshit. You can't get away with selling a stock pen 
and saying it's a luxury pen because they know unless they're brand new and they're just getting into it, you might get them in the beginning once or twice, but I'll tell you, never again, right? And I think that's the majority of fountain pen people. And that's something that I don't think enthusiasts of tech like myself when it comes to Apple Watches and stuff are as tuned into when it comes to the hobby. And I honestly think that when it comes to fountain pen people and the fountain pen community, they're all like first grade detectives <laughs> in homicide. Mm -hmm. Like they'll examine and pick up nuances, call it out, they'll talk about it. So all these companies, they can't get away with this kind of shit because mm -hmm. they'll get called out. And these companies that you see on Facebook that are selling $50 pens that are actually $5 stock pens using other people's footage and media, they don't last very long. They don't go anywhere. They just change the name so that they, they can get that one or two sales that from the person who doesn't really know any better. But that's the last time they'll get that sale from that person. You know yeah, they're I mean? not looking to build anything long term. They're mm -mm. just kind of like, oh, well, maybe I could make a few. And also, too, is I think that the, the issue at hand is that um, like wearable tech and is is far more lucrative of a market than pens are unfortunately sure. sad sad to say it's not like fine writing is nowhere near like wearable tech or portable technology mobile right. phones and stuff like that that's a whole other scale of business talking in the billions of dollars where it's like yeah, yeah. and also like in the millions of dollars it's <laughs> so. crazy too because if you think about tech wearable tech like this apple watch won't last longer than a few years. And then after right. that, you gotta upgrade it to the next one. Fountain pens, this, this, this homo sapien magma, mm -hmm. this will write for the next hundred years so long as it's not lost or destroyed, right? So, and that goes for every fountain pen, right? So it's kind of like, it's, it's funny that I guarantee you there are fountain pen people out there that will spend more in the next three years on fountain pens that cost more than my Apple Watch. <laughs> you know what I mean? Even though the pen will last a lifetime and the Apple Watch won't. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's funny because like, like it's acceptable for me to buy another Apple Watch at the end of the next three years and or maybe four. But I will not wait that long to buy a new pen even though I bought a new pen 20 minutes ago. <laughs> you know what I mean? So as lucrative as, as it is, I think that the reason why the wearable tech and phones are more lucrative is just because everybody utilizes them, whereas fountain right. pens is not. But I think it's we need to start. Market. We need to start wrapping this up. Is there anything else that you want to add? Are you getting? Oh, Apple we need, Watch? we need you... to get. We need to get more people into pens. Is what's going to happen. Like we need to have mm -hmm. as many people buy Apple watches. We need to have them buying pens. Is what we're saying. That's that's what needs to happen. Twenty twenty four. That is the goal. Yeah, that'll be great. I New Year's I resolution wish that happens. Absolutely. Get more people into pens. Not necessarily that you have to buy more pens, dear listener. You have to get more people to get into writing with fountain pens. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So, well, anyway, that was episode number 181. I'm keeping it a little short because it's the night before New Year's and, no, it's the night before New Year's Eve. So it's the eve of New Year's Eve. Same as the it's eve New of New Year's Christmas Eve. Eve. Right. Someone said that the, the eve of New Year's Eve is actually considered, uh, I think, adam's eve right i don't know somebody uh, commented no that and i thought i thought that was a that was a pretty cool uh comment yeah okay anyway i want to thank you guys for joining us for episode number 181 please check out our sponsors and 
be well, be safe. I love you guys. Stanky. Oh, shoot. Sorry. <laughs> I what? I know. As I said it over what you said. Yeah, sorry about that. Oh, no. that it, You didn't. It just came do, in that way. Because, do it again. Um, do it again. Uh, we just have okay. to do it again. All right. I love you guys. Be well, be safe. Stanky. Now that's going to have too long of a pause, but, uh, you know, it's fine. <laughs> All righty, guys. Bye.